What's going on, everybody? I'm Codis with the Old Christian Podcast. I'm here today with Jared Montana. How we doing? I'm doing good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Did you ever watch that movie? No, no clue what you're talking about. Oh, um, is it Bruce Almighty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good. Anyways. It's been a while. Anyway, I got a yeah. question for you. Uh-huh. So, would you rather hide spies in your house or hide the baby from the pharaohs? I think we've already talked about this question. Because, Are you sure? I, yeah, on like one of the earlier podcasts, because I said that uh, um, some, I remember talking about the crawl space in my closet um, that goes up to the attic because it's super small. That's not the question I, I asked then. Uh, let's see. I, I actually <laughs> asked, so would you oh, rather sorry, be in prison for two years or be swallowed by a whale? I'm going by a whale. That's cool. I want to see what the insides of a, a whale is like. Like, say you survive, obviously, both of them. I'm going, wait, actually, actually, I might go to prison because they need Jesus too. So no Nineveh? Huh? You're just going to screw Nineveh? That's all right. <laughs> That's not my job. Hey, uh, Jonah didn't like Nineveh either, so. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, God's going to get me swallowed by a whale now. I don't know if there's <laughs> whales in Iowa, but you never know. Yeah, right? <laughs> a big catfish. Yeah, that's uh, it. It's going to be some big catfish. Yeah. Even though we know that, you know, Jonah was followed by a great fish, not necessarily a whale, but for some Wait, reason, like what? Yeah, it's just like the the verse says it's a great fish, but like all the child stories says a whale. I mean, it could be right. I hate not. Sunday school, dude. Like it, right. it was lying right. to you, right? Um, I don't. I kind of want to say prison because I'd have nothing prison. to do except like work out and like just talk about Jesus. So like, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. But, I, but at the same time, I'm a pretty picky eater. So go three days. <laughs> go like it, is I heard. It three they, days I hear they have the ramen wheel? noodles. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, but if, like I, they have like a snack selection thing. I can only eat that for like a week, and then I'm like tired of it. So wait, how long was the the, the time period in the whale? An hour? I don't know. I I, I <laughs> oh, oh, okay. three days. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, it's either go without food for three days or be in prison for. Uh, I I don't know. Being inside of a whale might be a pretty cool story. Yeah, I'll, I'll go whale. I'll all right, do that. All right, all right. We're going whale. You're sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. All right. So now we're gonna jump into Romans 13. This one convicted me. Okay, mm. it might convict everyone else too. Listening. So it's a, it's a good but, one. So we're gonna start off by saying, respect the government, submit to the government. Okay, and let me dive deeper into that. So let me just read it for you. It says uh, one through two. It says. Um, let everyone submit to the government authorities, since there is no authority except from God, and the authority that exists are instituted by God. So then, the one who is re- the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and the one who opposes it will bring judgment on themselves. So let me first say this: so everyone in government power is there for a reason. God obviously put them there for a reason. So say you know, say you're you live in America, okay. And so a kind of not-so-great guy gets elected as president, you know. <clears throat> you know, this may sound kind of Let's similar. Let's go, Brandon. And... <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I yes. had to. Yes. Yeah, so I've actually never chained that for those who are listening. But anyways. So just because that person's in power and we don't like them doesn't mean we shouldn't submit to them. Because obviously God put them there for a reason. It may be to tear down America and, you know, something. But there's a reason <laughs> that God does the things he does. So there's a reason that. President Joe Biden is in office. And so I want to also say this. So if you're not liking the things that are, if you're not liking the things that are happening, if you're not liking the way 
The, the government is running. I have a simple solution for you. Don't argue. Don't bash them on Facebook. Don't post all this fake news or whatever. Don't post anything, but pray. Pray. If, you, if you're not liking mm-hmm. what's going on, pray about it. Talk to God about it. If something is, is bothering you and you disagree strongly about it, pray about it. So there you go. Pray about it. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Interesting. There, there's a Honestly, thing, like so. through verse seven is really intriguing because while you're talking, I'm kind of reading it, mm-hmm. um, just refreshing my memory. And it, it's, it's literally saying like, pay your taxes too, for the same reason. Yeah. And saying yeah. like, look, God put them over you for a reason. And so you need to be certain. And then he goes, uh, this is what's interesting to me. And it says that um, for the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, Mm -hmm. but they strike fear in those who are doing wrong. Mm -hmm. So then he says, if you do what's right, then they'll honor you. So if you're doing wrong, you should be afraid for they have the power to punish you because you're doing wrong. So if so, basically, um, and I know a lot of people in today with what, you know, with all that happened with the election and stuff, like, I know that people are going to be like, okay, well, he's, you know, um, well, heck, it's going to be a political video yep, anyway. So, it will. Um, I told you. So whether you believe that votes were rigged or not, now, regardless of your beliefs, some people believe that it was rigged. And so if you believe that it was rigged, then those individuals are going to say, okay, well, he wasn't, he's not actually Mm-hmm. are representative and so i'm sure those individuals would look at this and be like, okay well that person is not in control because they are not actually a representative but here's mm-hmm. the thing regardless of what you believe the the election was god has put him there for a reason he's still the acting president biden mm-hmm. is whether you believe he is or isn't he is and so um with that being said as christians we need to submit to governing authorities yes because again as it says here in verse one all authority comes from god but he allows those people to be put in positions of authority um, so that he can or they can serve to his will. So, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, I mean, God's will, we don't know God's will. We don't know why God does things. And sometimes mm-hmm. his will can make us go through the mud for a little bit until sure. we finally come back up. For sure. So there could be a reason why all of this not so good stuff is happening because, I mean, God, you know, as humans, we see things right now. We see things in the present, but God sees the whole timeline. Like God mm-hmm. sees if this happens, this will happen. But if this happens, my will will happen. So he puts stuff in place so that in the end it happens. So like endure a little bit, suffer patiently. Kind of yeah, goes along yeah. with that. Yeah. I really like verse 8. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Take so it. verse 8. So uh, 13 through 8. Let me see here. And it says – where would it go? Oh, yeah. So pretty much the whole second part then about this all the way through 8 through – 10 it talks about our primary duty as christians is to love you know it says do not owe anyone anything except love one another for the one who loves one another has fulfilled the law the commandments do not commit adultery do not murder do not steal do not do not convey what is that what does that mean convey so basically like uh, don't look at other uh, another person's stuff and want it for yourself okay okay yes so Pretty much the main thing it's talking about is our primary job as Christians is to love one another. Like we don't have to completely like the government, but we have to love them. We have to show love, you know, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. That kind of contradicts each other there, That I guess, if you take a bit of context. But 
No, I mean, it, it absolutely makes sense to, to show love. I mean, everything about Christianity when practiced properly, as we talked about in the last episode, is about showing love properly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I really, what this is just a little financial advice that the Bible gives, which, by the way, the Bible talks a lot about finances. And if you actually study it and you learn from it, it can be super beneficial. But in mm-hmm. verse 8, it says, owe nothing to anyone yeah, except for your obligation to love one another. So what does that mean? Do not incur debt purposefully. Just saying. Um, it's wise not to. Of Facts. course, you, can't, you can do whatever you want, but it is wise to stay away from debt. Mm-hmm. But as a Christian, what does that mean for us? It means, one, don't incur debt, but it also means, as we talked about in the previous chapter, that we are uh, supposed to be giving and do things with a cheerful heart. So if somebody asks for a shirt, we give them a jacket. So if somebody asks for 100 bucks, we give them that and then some if they need yeah. it, right? And so we give it joyfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we owe nothing to anyone, if we have no debt, then we can give properly. But I'm not just going to, by the way, if you reach out to me and you ask for some money, I'm not going to give it willy-nilly. Like you have to have a reason and I have to know you and I have to trust you. But anyways, uh, that, goes, that goes back to the aspect yeah. of love, which by the way, love, the, the definition of love isn't trust. So just because I, 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 I don't have to trust you in order to love you, by the way, I just want to let everybody know that. Mm-hmm. So if somebody does you wrong, that doesn't mean you have to trust them, but you are supposed to love them. Anyways, keep going, Curtis. So now this next part, 11 all the way through 14, I read this like 20 times, and I'm mm-hmm. still a little confused about it. So I guess I'm going to read kind of what I have in my notes here on what I put. So yeah, yeah. how I said it is, the time has come for believers to cast off any works of darkness, including drunkenness, immortality, jealousy, etc. Instead, we should live as people who walk in the light, taking on the spiritual armor of Christ himself. So pretty much now is the time to get rid of all the sin. We're supposed to walk into light. You know, um, I've used this example on a TikTok before, but when people look at Christians, like like we are under a microscope of people Mm -hmm. because they want to see how Christians live. They want to see how Christians act. So say um, you're a Christian and and everybody in your town knows you, but they see you going to the bar and getting drunk every week. They're going to be like, is is that is that a Christian? Is that how Christians live? Or for example, they, they see you arguing with people all the time on, on Facebook. They see you cussing at people. They're gonna be like, is that really a Christian? Is that what it's like to be a Christian? Why would I want to why would I want to do that? They're, it's just hateful. Mm-hmm. It's awful. So we need to walk as you need to oh uh, anyway. We need to walk into the light. We need to put on the spiritual armor of God and we need to walk with Christ Himself. We need to walk mm-hmm. in the light because we are a light to other people. Yeah, absolutely. We stand out and we need to stand out in like a loving way. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like um, this person, they were like, hey, are you a Christian? Because, like, you know, you just seem happy. Like, I was like, yeah, man. Like, people can tell. Like, when, yeah. when you come to Christ, you change. And people can tell. Like, people can tell when you have God with you. Like, you literally mm-hmm. walk in light. Like, you're a different person. You're more yeah. joyful. You're more happy. You're more patient. Like, you are different when you come to God. You are more awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. A verse that sticks out, or maybe it's two verses, um, but it says verse 11 at the, it's the second half. He says, wake up for our salvation is nearer now mm-hmm. than when we first believed. Mm-hmm. So, Codus, I mean, we believe the same thing here. And if you follow our, uh, our TikTok and this podcast, too, you know that I've talked about how salvation is a two-part event. But technically, we are not saved until our redemption day or judgment day because that is the day of salvation. Because salvation, by definition, means that you are saved from something. And so what does that mean for Christians? That means that we are saved from the punishment of our sins. 
And so when does that happen? That happens on redemption day for people that are children of God, people that aren't children of God, it's judgment day. And so look at this verse. He says, wake up for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed." He's talking about judgment day, how it's coming. And he says, verse 12, the night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. It's time to get your crap together is what the whole thing's pretty much saying. Like, yeah, get it together. Course, let's get going. It's it's time, yeah. man. It's the, like how my old youth pastor used to put it. Like we're in the fourth quarter of the basketball game. And For sure. We're tied up. We have to bring all the people with us. Like we have to win the game. We have to score more points than the other team, which is the devil. Mm-hmm. We need to get yeah. more people and bring them on our team and recruit mm-hmm. them. You know, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw a T-shirt today that I think I'm going to make this when I get the press. But it says, um, heaven is my home. I'm just here recruiting. And I love that. Mm, I love that. Yeah. That was so cool to me. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm just trying to make heaven crowded, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I just, uh, I don't know, because we, we as Christians, we say, okay, well, I was saved when I was, you know, 14, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But salvation, like this literally says the day of salvation will soon be here. And this is, he's writing this to the church of Rome, who is already, mm-hmm. quote unquote, saved. So salvation is something that occurs after death on judgment day, or unless Jesus comes back while we're alive. Um, and I just, a lot of people don't understand that concept whenever I try to speak it. And so I, uh, anyways, I just, I like that this, these two verses, cause it kind of, it says it perfectly. So, um, but so somebody asked about like car loans, like, is that considered a, a wise investment? No, it's not. Um, which, so by the way, I do, I, uh, I have a car loan. I, I took out a loan to buy my car. Um, so any taking on any amount of debt is not necessarily wise. Um, the only uh, debt that I would say is a wise investment would be a house. But even then, there is risk involved. Same with businesses. Mm-hmm. There is risk involved. And so um, not every opportunity to incur debt, so not every business opportunity, not every opportunity to buy a house is a wise investment. Um, so when it comes to cars specifically, though, I don't think it is wise to ever buy a car with a loan. Um, mm-hmm. And I only say that because of how um, the only perk of doing that is for your credit score. Um, yeah. But in terms of financial responsibility, um, in terms of taking care of what you need to take care of, like say, if, like I'm a husband, right? So I have to take care of my family, my wife and my household or whatever. And so I've already told my wife, like I, like, I bought a truck for a grand um, a year ago. Um, why? Because when I wanted a truck or I needed a truck, but and I could have definitely taken out a loan to buy the truck, or I could have been making payments on it. Yeah. But that wouldn't have been a wise investment. So it is considered a wise investment when it just is just this is just me talking, not necessarily from the Bible. But it's a wise investment in a car if you pay for the entire thing cash. Um, so used cars are way more valuable than new cars. So why do I say it like that? Because um, a new car, as soon as it gets driven off a lot, depreciates. It loses its value. So if you buy a new car, um, it's going to depreciate. You're going to lose its value. So if you went right back right after driving off the lot and you try to sell it, you wouldn't get nearly as much as you paid for it because it depreciated already. Um, but if you bought a used car, say it was five years old, as soon mm-hmm. as you drive out of the parking lot that you bought it from, as long as it's not a dealership, um, then you can sell it for the same amount typically if, you're, you, know, if you chose your price wisely. Um, then you can sell it for the same amount you paid for it. So anyways, it's never smart to incur debt, really. Like, it, it really isn't. Um, but anyways, and then uh, 
somebody wanted us to look at Mark 12 because it pertains to it, and I trust this individual. So I'm going to look at Mark 12, verses yeah. 15 through 17. I like him. He's a cool guy. Um, so to Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Mark 12. Um, oh, remind the, me, too. Uh, yeah. After the podcast, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm speaking out loud so I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark 12. So Mark it. 12. Okay, you got it? Yeah. Um, so Mark 12, verses 15 through 17, right? Yeah. So it says, um, should oh. we pay them or shouldn't we? Jesus saw through their hypocrisy and said, why are you trying to trap me? He says, show me a Roman coin and I'll tell you. So when they handed it to him, he asked whose picture and title are stamped on it. He said, and they said, Caesar's. And then he said, well, then Jesus said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs mm-hmm. to God. Matthew talks about that, too. I remember it when does. we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all everything about – so, anyways, I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole other video I could talk about. And that add 30 minutes to this one. So, um, yeah, that absolutely relates. So, thank you for uh, the reference, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, Codis, what's, what's your thoughts? Um, submit to the government and pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. That's and pretty much the, the gist there. And don't owe anybody anything. Government. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, um, if you have listened to this and for some reason, uh, you're like, oh, you're right. I should, I should, uh, <laughs> I should obey the laws of my land. Um, and you haven't been, and you feel like you want to change, and you want Jesus to change your life, then uh, Codus has a prayer for you. Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now, please help me to live the rest of this life for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, with that being said, Godspeed. <laughs>